Walking Out Your Faith Podcast, Episode 5. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for medical or mental health advice. Individuals are advised to seek independent medical advice, counseling, and or therapy from a healthcare professional with respect to any medical condition, mental health issue, or health inquiry, including matters discussed on this podcast. I'm so excited today to talk with Sherry Crockett. Since 1980, Sherry has followed the nudges of the Holy Spirit her most recent Holy Spirit journey is completing the Christian Life Coaching Training, which results in the birth of the Life Coaching Ministry to Hear God, the ministry she coordinates. Helping others on their path to a closer relationship with God is her life. She's a widow living in the Mid-Atlantic region, a mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother, and attends the First Global Methodist Church in West Virginia. She has walked with Jesus and computers about the same amount of time. She's a wonderful woman of God and so looking forward to having you meet Sherry. Let's begin. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Walking Out Your Faith podcast. And I am here today with Miss Sherry Crockett. Welcome, Sherry. Hi, Kathleen. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, so excited. So excited to have you here. Let's start out in prayer, and then we're going to have a great discussion coming up. So, Father God, thank you so much for bringing myself and Sherry together today. And Father, we ask that the Holy Spirit be present during this conversation, and you guide us and speak to us, and uh, just fill our hearts and minds, Father, with um, your presence. Thank you, in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen. Amen. So Sherry, um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I just had a birthday, a very exciting one, Uh and I chose to do um, exactly what I wanted to do, which was absolutely nothing. I spent spent Uh all day with the Lord, just so quiet before him and saying, wow, how did we get here? (laughs) Wonderful. Congratulations. That sounds fantastic. Yes. Yes. And what about um, some of you, for those who don't know you and just for someone getting to know you, can you describe a little bit about yourself and your, your background and really your faith walk and your faith journey? Sure. Um, I met the Lord about 53 years ago in a Paul experience. Um, and I can remember as though it happened just last in the last hour. I mean, it's that real to me. Um, And there were a series of things, but the the grand finale was when the Holy Spirit touched me and the whole area I was in was lighted up and I was all by myself in a dark place. And so everything was lighted up and the Holy Spirit said to me that Jesus was the son of God and every word in the Bible was true. And that settled it for me. Mm -hmm. That was it. 
I got touched by the Holy Spirit and that started my walk 53 years ago. 53 Ooh, wow. years ago. Yes. <laughs> yes. So how old were you at the time when this happened? 22. 22. So you were 22. And um, I I remember when you, you had mentioned when we talked earlier, that this is such a powerful experience. So I really would love to, you know, ask you some more about it that you said, something along the lines well you were just doing something going about your day like something everyday kind of thing right what were you well doing? it kind of it, how it started was an anointing of the holy spirit i had never done any carpentry work in my entire life had no idea what it was like to nail nails into wood anyway i had in my head i had a vision of making bookshelves and i still have them <laughs> and, um, so my father-in-law said well um just get the wood and give me the measurements and i'll cut the wood because i'm not going to let you use my saw hmm. probably great wisdom there <laughs> anyway <laughs> and so i was in his basement at his work table with just one light bulb over me and i was hammering those nails into the wood and laughing at myself because i had no idea how to do it and i was trying to hold the wood together and hammer at the same time and everything was falling and I was just laughing. And then that's when it happened. I had the hammer up in my hand and suddenly everything froze and the whole basement just was a light. And I felt this presence and I heard the word so profoundly and there's nobody that'll ever take that away from me. It did not happen in church. I had only been in church maybe six times in my whole life at that point and uh, what a powerful experience and so that i heard god right from the beginning and that's been my walk yes that's been your walk so so um how have things progressed since then because you know that powerful experience and then has what has um father god led you know called for you to do in your life um it, it's interesting you would ask it that way because we hadn't talked about that yet um, I have a message for the body of Christ, and it's summed up in one Hebrew word uh, from Deuteronomy 6, verse 4. And that word is not translated properly in any version that I've seen of either the Tanuk or the Bible. And the word is Shema, S-H apostrophe M-A. And my message for God's people is the Lord wants to talk to you. He wants, I get tears in my eyes. He, his heart's desire is to talk with each of us intimately. He cares about every part of our lives. And he's hungry for that kind of relationship. So Shema Israel, the Lord is one Lord the word Shema doesn't just mean hear Israel, which it's how it's translated, but that's not the breadth of that word. Shema means to hear and obey Israel. It means to listen, pay attention. What is God saying to you? And it does bring tears to my eyes because God loves us so much. He knows every hurt every anxiety every pain every mystery he knows and he loves us so much anyway oh. i could go on about that forever oh. because yes it just, 
Every time we turn our heart to the Lord, he is blessed. Just think of that. If you're a parent, how does it feel when your child calls on you just to say, hi, mom? When that happens, how do you feel? Well, just take that and expand it to God's heart who formed us in our mother's wombs. Anyway, oh, yes. obviously I could do that forever. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But it is the most important thing. I mean, and there's so many things we could go on and on and talk about God's love, but that that is key, isn't it? God just, he wants relationship with us. Oh, yes. It's so, so important. And bless our hearts. We're so human and fleshy and we get distracted so easily. But even in that, his grace covers us, his grace and his mercy. And I just thank God for that every moment. And and if I can go back to my story, which is diverting a little bit from Oh, excuse me. I can't help it. I talk oh. about God's heart and it goes right to my heart. Um, so I do have a message for God's people. And that is the message. God wants to talk to you. And I hope everybody listening opens their heart to hear that God wants to talk to you. Um, and so how do we do that? And that's the mystery. And so within five years of the Holy Spirit introducing me to Jesus, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit um, in the most unusual place. It was not in church. No, I was sitting in the backseat of a station wagon <laughs> with my four-month-old baby in my lap. <laughs> and the lady sitting next to me said, I am so sorry. I've never done this before, Sherry, but the Lord wants to baptize you in the Holy Spirit. And I said, you know what? If God has something for me, I want it. What do I do? She mm -hmm. said, you raise your hands and ask for it. And I raised my hands right there. Right and I said, Father, give me the Holy Spirit right now. And the Holy Spirit moved in. And that open, of, open channel of communication, I saw it. I felt it. And from that moment on, we were connected. We were flowing. I, I cried for three days and prayed in tongues. And, and just my heart was being healed immediately by the Holy Spirit who, who dove right in. And anyway, wow. So, so you, well, I'm thinking about the scripture of ask, you know, and you shall receive and, you know, he'll, and you knock and he'll open the door, right? Yes, like, is will. that, that sounds like really, you know, literally what happened then? Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Someone obeyed the Lord and said, this is what he wants to do with you. That was a word of knowledge. She was moving in the gifts and I just surrendered immediately. And um, and I and I, I will share this that um, as soon as that conversation began with the Lord, I said, um, "This is awesome. I believe that's the only reason I was born was to experience this unity with you on earth. Now I can go home now." Mm. And the Lord said, "No." <laughs> I said, but it's not that much fun down here. <laughs> so I'm okay going. And he said, no, I want you to stay on earth. I have a work for you. Mm -hmm. So, wow. There are things for you to do, but, but is that what you mean by surrender? When you, when you said, I just surrendered, you, you gave it all up. I did. Yeah. I absolutely did. And, and from that point of wanting to just go and be with him, 
I don't want when you have really experienced the presence of the Lord, mm-hmm. there's there's you would do anything to remain in his presence. There it, that is rapture. I don't have to wait for anything to happen because if I come into the presence of the Lord, I am no longer on this earth. Mm-hmm. I am with him. Yes. And um and and so and I forgot where I was going because <laughs> I go right there. I don't. Anyway, I'll come back and we'll talk. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, it's just his presence and it's so powerful. And I find it hard to put into words often because it's a feeling. It's an, a, it's an impression. So, mm-hmm. you know, and, and part of what, um, well, Father God is calling me to do now is, is to have real conversations with people who all of us, you know, as we walk out our faith, as we live it out, what does mm-hmm. that really look like? Because it's one thing to to read the Bible. It's one thing to, to hear about it, but how do you live it? Exactly. And um, I remember now what I was saying is that I came to a point where I learned, and it took me, I don't know how long, that for me, the greatest sacrifice was to live for the Lord. I would gladly die for him because I know where I will be, but to live for him is the sacrifice and then to fulfill his purpose here on earth. And that is exactly what I've been dedicated to. And how do I do that? What is the key? The key is faith because without faith, we can't please God. That's what he says. It's impossible to please me without faith. So what do you believe? It all comes down to What do you believe? What do you choose to believe? And it is a choice. Mm -hmm. You're making a decision. What am I going to do today? Am I going to do what God wants? Am I going to yield my ear to him and obey him? Or I'm going to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do? Mm -hmm. See, and that is the test. That's where the test is. That's where the rubber meets the road. Um, I remember at one point, I said, you know, God, I'm good with you, but do you have to make me ha- deal with all these other people? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That's the hard part, right? <laughs> yeah. And of course, he says, yeah, well, love the Lord your God and your neighbor <laughs> and yourself. It's like, ooh, that means I have to change. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and when you yeah. talk about hearing God, so you had mentioned when we talked earlier, I think you said even just, just listening, first of all, it requires listening, but, but hearing him at all times, right? Even, I think you said, even when you go to the grocery store, you know, (laughs) just the, the little things. Right. And I remember early in the seventies during the uh, charismatic movement, you know, there were some people that, Oh, that's frivolous. God doesn't care where you're going to park. He won't tell you how to do that. And I'm like, really? He won't tell you what to eat. Hmm. I remember some folks in a desert. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, yeah, Does God care what we eat? Yes, he does. Mm -hmm. And I love shopping at the grocery store with the Lord and I love cooking with him. I think that is one of the best places to practice hearing him. Mm -hmm. Don't use a recipe, go into your kitchen Mm -hmm. and do what he tells you to do. Because he already knows what your body needs. And what's the worst that can happen? If you miss and don't hear right, you can just chuck it. But the point (laughs) is, I have made some of the most phenomenal meals Mm. just by listening to him 
Wow. And the interesting thing is, I regret that I can't do it twice because I didn't write it down. I didn't have time. It was <laughs> chop the parsley, go get the chives. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun. Is it frivolous? Well, if God knows everything about us, he knows every hair on our head. He knows every need of our body. How could it be frivolous? He cares what we put in. Of course, he cares more what we put out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. But that that presence, like, like, I mean, really being present with the mm -hmm. Lord. And, and, and it's in those day-to-day -day moments mm -hmm. or throughout your day, it sounds like, is that's that's how it works for you where that's how you've you know kind of applied it or lived this well that's what the scripture says mm -hmm. the three o's he's omniscient uh, i never can say those words exactly <laughs> right omniscient <laughs> omnipresent and mm -hmm. omnipotent is that how you say it omnipotent mm -hmm. the three mm -hmm. o's i mean either he is or he isn't right it really is that simple when you when it all comes down to it isn't yes. it when, when you said it's a choice either either you choose god and god is real and and god loves you and yeah. god wants to be present all the time um or not you know or you're not going to choose and and it really is like you said that choice that is that what how would you describe faith or define faith for somebody who you know it's just coming yeah. at it they they're struggling they don't know you know kind of where to where to begin i mean what right um, uh, faith comes by hearing the word of God. And that word is rhema, not logos, the rhema word of God. Now, what does that mean? What's the difference between logos and rhema? This has to do with learning. What are, what is in the Bible? What are we talking about? Rhema word from God is from the spirit. It is not the text. You can read the text. That's fine. Lots of theologians don't have an idea of who the Holy Spirit is because it is your heart that you perceive the Spirit of God. So uh, in Chronicles 12, I know it is because Lord take, keeps taking me back to 2 Chronicles 12. And there it says that the, the king did evil because he did not prepare his heart to seek the Lord. Now listen to that. If you want to grow in faith, you prepare your heart. What does that mean? How do you prepare your heart? Well, the very first step is to stop sinning. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oops. <Right. laughs> repent. Really repent. Desire to turn away from the things that are distracting you from God. Then what happens? Then your heart is open to begin to hear in your heart the love of God, his mercy, his grace. And then what happens? Then you begin to say, well, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but what if God, oh, all of a sudden, there's this birth of possibilities. Gee, maybe God would want me to really? And then you wait and you listen. And that's what it means. That's what faith means. It's hearing the rhema word of God in your heart. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it that, sounds easy but it's not <laughs> that's that's right that's right but it but it's starting there from that foundation and then kind of practice kind of almost would you say practicing that or absolutely leaning absolutely. into it mm -hmm. yes absolutely mm -hmm. believing that it see a lot of people don't believe that god will talk to them mm -hmm. this is sherry what do you mean god talks to you 
Well, I listen. He talks to you too. He talks to everybody. Are you listening? The question is, 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 he, is he talking? He is talking. Are you listening? <laughs> yes. Yes. He, I, he's there, but, but either the, some don't recognize he's there, don't understand, or, or it's almost like don't, don't value their own importance in relationship to God. Right. I, I often think of it like, um, like a storm cloud that's over a person or, or a cloud or interference where God is mm-hmm. there. God's the sun. He's, he's there. He's always there, but, but it, we can be blocked from yeah. it, from him. And and it's so hard to recognize that what blocks our relationship with God is mm-hmm. sin. So if we have unforgiveness, which is number one, big one, and wow, are we, we are so tempted in so many ways in our society to hold unforgiveness. Oh my goodness. But what does the scripture tell us? Very clearly, if you don't forgive others, God doesn't forgive you. So if you want that abiding relationship to hear God, let go of that anger. Forgive that person for the hurt. Forgive them. Your anger doesn't help anything and it blocks your faith. One time the Lord showed it to me this way. This was when I first began to hear him. That um, that funnel that I heard was like a circle, a pipe in my head, flowed mm. into me. And when I sinned, it would close up that pipe. Mm. And that communication would get less and less and less mm. the more I sin. And then as soon as I repent, boom, open up the flow again. Wow. Wow. Right. That is, that is awesome. Is that when, when you're talking about that flow like that, was that as um you were describing that experience in the back seat when the Holy Spirit, you know, just yeah. opened up and you received. So since then, and it was, it felt like, or, or that was what it, you know, that experience of that funnel or that, um, see, it's so hard to put into words, but you know, um, when I've looked up the word, faith also it, it it's almost um well it's that connection it, it can be like almost like a portal to god okay it, it's literally it is. that extension and it sounds like that's literally what you know that happened to you and has continued to right so you you work on on con- part of that um work or practice is keeping those lines of communication open that right Absolutely. Um, recognizing pride, recognizing selfishness, um, and, and lying. Um, lots of times the Lord will ask me to do something and you can talk with anybody that's walked with me. It's this absolute truth. If I don't want to do something, I'll simply tell them I don't want to do it. I don't know how, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you'll, straight up. You'll, you'll right. know. Be- because mm-hmm. what am I going to do? Lie about it? He already knows. He knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he said to me one time, he said, there is a spot on the earth for you. Thinking of this funnel here. Mm-hmm. There's a spot on the earth for you, which is my will for you. Mm-hmm. We, you are in my will. You will be in that spot. Mm-hmm. And I said, keep me in that spot. Lord. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's where it, I want to be. That's where you want to. It, it sounds like you, when you do that, when you're aligned that way, it's like you're receiving the fullness of his glory or you're, you're resting in him really too. Right. Yes, absolutely. Until he asks me to do something I don't want to do. 
<laughs> and then you'll tell him. <laughs> and then I just am honest, you know, mm-hmm. and we laugh together and, and he sings me funny songs sometimes. And I know a lot of people would say, well, that's not religious. You're right. It's not. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's not the, the, mm, the what man's version maybe of, of what God is per se. Yeah. What, because uh, I know from my experiences, um, you know, you, I'm just going to say it this way. It, this is to me. Okay. God is not in a church. God is in our heart mm-hmm. and, and that Holy spirit connects wherever you can go in a church. You can go anywhere with that. But what would you, would you agree? Or what, what are your thoughts about that? Oh, absolutely. We are the temple of the Holy ghost period. We're the stones. We are the church. So one of the things that I believe in, and God forgive me if I'm stepping out of line here, but one of the problems that I see across all denominations is minimizing the work of the laity. Come on, guys, we're doing the work. What is the purpose, guys? You're supposed to be edifying and building up. So what are you doing besides forming great corporations? Mm-hmm. I, it's uh, I don't know. Jesus didn't come to build another denomination. You know, uh, John Wesley had no desire to build a denomination at all. He didn't want the Methodist religion to be born at all because he just needed circuit riders to do the work. So, yeah, we're the temple. We're the stones. Mm-hmm. And I'm not against any one religion. I don't like any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I hear you. You know, and I don't mind that. I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's like they're kindergarten. Yeah. yeah. But they're, they're, they're just a door to open more of that relationship with God. And if they stop doing the work, then what are they? A social club? Yeah. Right. I, I know from my experience when, when I did attend church, I never read the word of God. I mean, in any of the churches that I attended, that I there was a pastor there who told me what God's word meant. Okay. But it took me years later reading the word myself and and un, kind of interpreting it and understanding it, you know, and 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 actually it kind of sang to my soul in a way it it spoke to me in a way that no no man ever could you know exactly. like they can't be a conduit for for that right it kind of that's a block i guess you could say well it 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 is i mean how unless they're unless they have been made intercession mm-hmm. and i would go to that because it's very important uh, you know as i said i pray and i intercede about any opportunity to share the word because it is the preparation of the hearts of the hearer. So it is, and again, what we minimized, prayer, intercession. And I, you know, I continually call out to all the silver hairs that are home all the time, please do not despair. Please don't give up. Please, your intercession goes around the world and the Lord is responding. Please pray. And no, you don't have to be in the same room with somebody to see them saved. And I think about the children that are sold into slavery and the trauma they go through and there is a senior with silver hair who could be praying for those children every day and the holy spirit will move mm-hmm. so that is where the work done and so we is done and we must we must intercede before we minister hmm. what do you mean so, by that can you speak to that a little more absolutely so mm-hmm. right now for example when i was praying 
before our meeting, I'm not just praying that we'll have a good time and look great and all that. No, I'm praying for the hearts that will hear this, that they will be prepared to hear the Holy Spirit message for them. And it may, maybe it'll go on for many years. Maybe there's somebody over in Africa that'll hear it someday. I don't know, but I pray now that their hearts will be prepared to receive. I don't need to be there to get the pat on the back to say, way to go. That's not what it's about. It's Neither not about us, know. right? No, it's not it's, at it's all. It's not about us. It's, it's, no. Mm -hmm. It's about, um, will you use the word obedience? Yeah. Earlier. Right. And it's doing what God has called you to do, but, but it's an instrument. You're an instrument. Servant. Or, or servant. Yeah. So. You know, whenever I go to a church, you know, they'll say, well, how, what do you want to do? And my answer is, what do you need done? Mm -hmm. Do you need the bathroom clean? Okay. Do you need the babies padded? Okay. Do you need the floor swept? Okay. It does whatever needs to be done to bring the body of Christ together. Mm -hmm. and, and that'll never change in me because mm -hmm. that's what we're called to do. Mm -hmm. Be obedient servants to serve one another and love one another. Mm -hmm. So many testimonies, Corey Tenboom mm -hmm. and Watchman Nee, all these people that have suffered ways that we can't even imagine. Mm -hmm. And yet have walked in forgiveness and shared their testimony of the great anointing of the Lord. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you meet meet them where they are. Yes. Yes. And yeah. and and Father and and that could mean, um, well, it's just it's kind of like, um, get, uh, kind of just bending to. It's not your will or what what you want. It's bending to God's will and and what the needs are. And, and it's meeting people, you know, mm -hmm. face to face where they are not trying exactly. to, you, you know, know everything or know it all. It, it's, it's, it's getting for a lot of, I, when I think about faith and trying to, to, you know, figure this stuff out, it, it seems like just sometimes it's getting out of my own way. I mean, you know, just getting out of our own way and, and not making it about ourselves. Right. And that's so hard. It's so hard. Very hard. You know, and but that that is every place. I remember the one prayer I had to the, said to the Lord, and it was just, I meant it so earnestly, and it's the thing I stand in. If ever, if ever he sees me leaning to pride to draw me up short, because mm. pride is the big daddy of them all, and I do not want to succumb to pride in any way, and, that, and I will not, I will not. So whenever I say I don't want to do something that he's asked me to do, I have to do that self-check. Mm -hmm. Is it because I feel like I shouldn't be, or um, am I afraid? And if you're afraid, pride's at the bottom of that. Mm -hmm. So most people don't know that, but that is the truth. If fear raises up in you, it's because you believe you're going to lose something. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your reputation. Maybe it's your money. Maybe it's your dignity. Maybe it's your time. But in any case, you're afraid you're going to lose something. Well, everything we have came from him. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to lose? What are you going to lose? Yes. You know? yes. So you, would you say that the opposite of that would be humility and a humble yes. heart? Okay. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. And, yeah. And being willing to be persecuted because if you're walking with the Lord and you're obeying him, guess what? You will be persecuted. 
not because I said so, but because we were told we would be. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, guys, it's in the book. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's the way, you know, I've called um, the Bible the basic instruction before leaving earth. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I mean, people just, you know, it really is something that, you know, all too many of us don't read or or read later in life like I did. I mean, I I kept relying on other people to tell me what the Bible said, mm-hmm. and and not really like read it and deeply and and you know understood it the way I think God intended us to. You know, with that day that I met the Holy Spirit and I told you for two or three weeks, I just wept and spent time with the Lord. It was also after that moment the words in the Bible literally danced. in in front of my eyes. And actually, when I went to a Bible study, the same one where I had been when the lady prayed for me, I went the following week and they were asking me to tell them what the scriptures meant because the word had become so live to me. And why did that happen? I have no idea. There was nothing saintly about me. And Mm -hmm. I tell people, oh, Sherry, you're different because you hear God's, why? No, trust me. you've known me i'm a stinker (laughs) the only difference is i admit it i guess Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and i don't know why but but i do know that i'm sold out for jesus Mm -hmm. and i will shima Mm -hmm. by the grace of god Mm -hmm. right yes yes and where has this taken you sherry in terms of your ministry and um your coaching can you speak to that a little bit? Oh, I love the coaching. I lo- Christian life coaching has been such a miracle for me. Um, and I, I started that in January. I received the certification. The Lord had led me to learn about it a year before I took the course, uh, about a year before I took the course. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even sure why I was doing it. Mm-hmm. But I had been encouraged by several people um, to pursue Uh, counseling or psychology and my thing about psychology which I still may do eventually I don't know but to me psychology reveals Jesus heals I'm all about the healing so coaching fit in perfectly for that so I've been many things I've had my own businesses a couple of times Um, I when I retired from real professional work Um, I was senior VP of marketing for an international company. So, um, and all of that from the bottom up. And then after I retired from that, I got my college degree in communications, which I decided was most important because if we cannot communicate effectively, it really doesn't matter what else we're trying to do. So effective communication is paramount. And so all of this has been building blocks for me that God has stored in. And then to take the Christian life coaching, which, of course, I said, well, I don't need to do these little steps because I've already done them. And the Lord says, Sherry, (laughs) do them. (laughs) Yes, Lord. And wow, did I see some things I had not seen before inside of myself. Mm. And so what do you mm-hmm. mean by that, Sherry, when you because this is a, pr- a process and a journey within you, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it absolutely is. And it still yeah. is. Because mm-hmm. as I minister with people, I and for me, that's what coaching is. It is discipleship. 
And so as I do that, I'm beginning to see how I have always looked at people. This is brand new. So you're getting, I've never even said it out loud. I've always looked at people through my natural eyes and I'm in coaching. I'm learning not to look at people like that. I'm looking at them through God's eyes. So what does he see? And then how can I, with my big mouth, <laughs> use the right words to help them see, to help paint that vision for them of what God sees in them and to identify those little places way deep inside. And that's the key. Identify that little glitch that you need to flick away. <laughs> <laughs> and get rid of so that you can begin to blossom in the fullness of his calling. And that's what happens with people. And I've got two people that I've been working with, and I'm so excited for them because they are birthing ministries. They've begun to use that gifting in them. And it's so exciting watching what they're going to be doing and how God wants to use those stones to continue building his church. So yay. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh my goodness. How inspiring. And um, when you said that, that's fascinating the way you put that, these, you helping them even see or identify, you said these little glitches or little things, they could be big or sometimes often could be little, but things that are getting in their way. What are, what do you mean by that? That's, that's really I think important. <laughs> like, uh oh, would you like a coaching session? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Sounds like it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> we may have to trade. Mm. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, that is so. Okay. Remember, I said that there are times when the Lord asks me to do things and I say, I don't want to. Okay. Now, yeah. why don't I want to? Yeah. So I have to identify that. Now, I can tell you, true confession, God already knows it, so I don't mind telling y'all, I'm very sensitive to re rejection, and persecution hurts. Mm -hmm. I've been persecuted. It hurts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you got to, you already know it's coming. So girding up your loins and putting on the armor of God and going out there humbly, knowing it's coming, knowing you're going, mm, okay, and I don't want to. Mm -hmm. So why? Why don't I want to? Mm -hmm. Jesus did. And the Lord reminds me of that. Mm -hmm. So Sherry, are you sin free? Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. So hmm, this is all I want you to do. Mm, okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. getting down to that little thing deep inside. So what do I do now? Okay. I don't want to be persecuted and I don't want to be rejected. How do I get over that? What's, what am I afraid of? Mm -hmm. And how do I deal with that fear? Mm -hmm. So that's what coaching uncovers. Some little tiny glitch like that. It is tiny, mm -hmm. but we have them. Mm -hmm. And maybe the, maybe way deep inside, I feel like, I, and this is, I'm telling you kind of how I feel that I'm, I'm really not qualified. I'm, mm -hmm. um, incompetent see most people listen to me and they see me and they see the strong competent what no inside i'm a little girl going what if i mess up what if i hurt somebody's feelings mm -hmm. yes and and so many of us can relate i can relate to everything you're saying there and a lot of us you know in a 
that's part of sort of our human condition here, right? Is we're struggling with these mm, vulnerabilities and these, um, you know, just, we, that's why it's, we have to rely on God. It is, it is him. It, it's not, we're not going to solve our problems by ourselves or another man or woman telling us what to do. Right. Exactly. And those are, those are the tools that I learned about in Christian coaching. And I'm so looking forward to going to the next step. And in the fall, I'll do the mentoring program because now I know that the Lord wants me to go ahead and pursue the international coaching federation certification so that I can begin to minister with people who, who don't even know they need God. So we're going to start them here. And then, oh my, maybe that light will come on. In fact, I have, I've begun working with someone who is taking baby steps with the Lord. So I have people who are active in supernatural ministry and people who are just taking baby steps with the Lord. It doesn't matter. Here, here's what I know about this season that we're in now. If you, if you want me to share, do you? Yes, please. Helpful? Yes. Mm hmm I asked the Lord when he showed me what was going to happen in this season. I don't remember. It was maybe, it was a long time ago, three decades maybe. And he said to me, he showed me what was going to be happening in the season that we're in right now. And, um, and I said, Lord, we're going to need laborers. We're going to need people who are walking solidly in you. And here's what he said to me. He said, when that time comes, as they will surrender to me, I will cause my spirit to flow through them. So that it is not, oh, well, we need 50 years to get like Sherry. No, no, no. It is, will you surrender to the Lord? Because if you will surrender to the Lord today, if you will say, Father, I have sinned, show me where, judge me, oh Lord. Oh, that's another one. Judge not, least you be judged. Okay, <laughs> ask God to judge you. Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you yes Be better now than later right exactly <laughs> so get it done now while you can do something about it so yeah judge me lord i believe that's in psalm 26 judge me lord show me how i am messed up show me how i'm separating myself from you and he will and he's so gentle he doesn't tell you everything at once. He gives it to you a little bit at a time. <laughs> Otherwise, you would give up. So he gives you a little bit at a time. And then you have the courage to try and do better and do better. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so exciting to me. It's so exciting to talk about that. Everybody out there, I don't care how old you are. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you have not surrendered to the Lord yet and you do it right now you just say Lord fill me raise your hands Lord fill me mm -hmm. I recognize that I have sinned come Jesus touch my heart change me fill me with the Holy Spirit and you are willing to walk in that he will begin flowing through you with the gift of working of miracles the gift of healing the gift of word of wisdom, the gift of the word of knowledge, all of the gifts will flow through you. How would you like to walk through the hospital and see the people in their rooms healed when you walk by? Would you like that? Mm -hmm. That's what God wants. Yes. Yes. Sounds That's good. That's what me. he wants. Absolutely. Yeah. Sherry, um, I'd, I'd like to end our, our talk with, with prayer and maybe you could speak into that. Those who, you know, um, we'll be listening to this and, and kind of whatever 
you know, God, the Holy Spirit puts on your heart um, to pray into. But um, before we maybe jump into that, how can um, people reach you if they might want to connect with you or, or meet with you for coaching? Well, it's kind of funny. Remember, I said I have a message for God's people, and the message is to hear God. So <laughs> there, there's a website, number two, because we get together and we hear God together, to heargod.org. And if you put coaching in front of that, it is coaching.toheargod.org. Mm, wonderful. And I'll put links in the podcast. I'll put some links on our site so people can, you know, click directly on there. Oh, wonderful. Good. And you have, would you say a ministry and a coaching practice? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah. I do. To hear God, um, we meet in fellowships three times a week right now, but in the past we have actually provided worship and teaching and prayer services in Baltimore, Washington conference area of the church, but it doesn't matter. We go to any church where we're invited. Okay. So. Any church. And and you said the you're in the, the Baltimore... You, with area Baltimore, Washington, Baltimore, area. Washington area, but if for coaching that someone could be anywhere in the world, anywhere in the world, yeah. actually, mm -hmm. because God decided to make my coaching ministry international. Like, how'd you do that? <laughs> right. What a blessing. I'm, I'm happy. He probably had to go that far away. So somebody listened to me. I don't know. Yes. Anyway. Um, would you, um, Sherry, like to close us out in prayer and maybe, you know, in praying for for those who, um, well, all these things we've talked about, um, that they might uh, surrender and hear God's voice. Amen. Yes. Thank mm -hmm. you. Thank you, Father God. Father God, we just love you. You know what, Lord? We love you. I thank you, Father, that you have shown us how to take the airways back for you. And Lord, that your word is going forth around the globe. And we are not restricted to geography. Just like the Holy Spirit, we can get out there in the highways and the byways and the wind. And we can flow and send your blessings out into the earth, which you formed for your people. So Father, I ask you for an anointing of the gift of faith. We talked about other gifts, but the gift of faith faith that comes from the Holy Spirit that goes just beyond anything we can even comprehend the gift of faith that you give us through the Holy Spirit father I pray for a release of the gift of faith across every home that is listening to this not just a person but the home father I'm greedy for the anointing on the home that the men, the women, the children, all of the people that hear this prayer will breathe in an anointing of your grace and mercy and the gift of faith to believe beyond what their brain can see. For blessed is he who believes without seeing. I thank you for this time, Father. I thank you for Kathleen, the anointing on her ministry. And I pray, Father, that you continue to flow and move and see your glory manifest here on earth. And it's in the name of our Savior, our Lord, the Messiah, Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Sherry, you are 
such a beautiful soul, such a, such a special, amazing woman. Thank you so much Thank you. For, for speaking with me today and for, for your beautiful prayer and for sharing your journey, you know, your journey of faith and where it's taken you and, and all of the things that, you know, the practical advice that you have to share to others. And, and Sherry, I, I know we're not done yet. There's probably more to, to say. <laughs> so I'd, I'd like to have you back and, and talk more, you know, at a later time as well because absolutely i'd be happy to share whenever you like in fact the lord just told me that it's time for me actually 10 years ago there's a particular class that he wants me to finish writing on a book that a friend of mine has written and i have permission to use as the text but it's how how to change kingdoms Ooh, how to change kingdoms how to change kingdoms well you know what we're gonna have to talk more about that later then okay <laughs> let's let's um We'll yeah. definitely have a conversation about that. So Sherry, thanks again. God bless you. Amen. Thank you everybody for listening. Thanks for joining us today. I don't want you to miss any of the episodes. So please subscribe to the Walking Out Your Faith podcast right now. And please let your family and friends know about it too. If you could rate this podcast and leave a review, I'd really appreciate it because it can help get the word out and help others join this community where we focus on walking out our faith together. And don't forget, you can reach me to set up a free introductory discovery call for coaching or to be a guest on this podcast contact me at drtalentcoaching at gmail.com. That's drtalentcoaching at gmail.com. Or connect with me on Facebook at Dr. Kathleen Talent. That's talent with two L's, T-A-L-L-E-N-T. That's it for now. Thanks so much. I'm looking forward to seeing you for another installment of the podcast next week. Blessings.